everybody. First Lord, everybody. You know, it's not really fair when, when Chaplain Benton preaches. He had music behind him and it flows. I come up and it's nothing. And y'all seem to be okay with that. So with that said, will you grab your Bibles and turn to Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34. Psalms chapter 34. Can you cut the ox cord up on that computer? Psalms chapter 34. And we're going to read just a few verses. Start at verse 4. When you got it, please stand. Psalm chapter 34. If you in Matthew, you went too far. If you in Revelations, you need to leave your Bible class. Psalms chapter 34. And we're going to just read four verses. And it's also on the screen. And we mind standing for the reading of God's word. And it says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces never covered with shame. This poor man called to the Lord, heard him. He saved him out of his troubles. Verse 7. And the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. And he delivers them. And verse 8 says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Someone say taste and see. Say taste and see. Say it loud. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to be in your presence. Lord, we pray that today's word will be a life-changing word, a word that we can apply in our everyday life. A word that we can take with us as we go to work, as we go to school, as we with our family. A word that we can apply to help us get not closer just to each other, but closer to you. And we give it in the glory and the honor. In your name we pray. Let me heart say amen. amen. While you are seated, say taste and see. You may be seated. So mute that music for me, please. And so, taste and see. Taste and see. So, in the book of Psalms, we talk about the scripture, but this is, has another scripture that goes with this, is in 1 Samuel. In 1 Samuel, there's a guy named David. Y'all remember who David is, right? David is a guy who, who took the stone and threw it and killed Goliath. He killed the giant. And so, David's supposed to be the upcoming king. He's now anointed to be the king but he's not the king yet. He's not the king yet. So what he's actually doing is he's serving in Saul's army. He's following Saul. But he, he uh, David is killing the game. David is beating up everybody. Any army that came to face David got messed up. David was the man. David was so good at his job, everybody started recognizing David. Even to the point, they started singing more praise to David than they did Saul. And so now Saul gets jealous. You ever had somebody in your life that's over you, but you're doing good, and they get jealous of you? And so he's now jealous. I got to handle it. I like that. I like you can talk back to him. It's fine. And so, and so Saul is jealous of David to the point that he wants to kill him. The man that's doing great in his army, that's doing great for his people, he now wants to kill him. And so David flees. David runs away. David's like, I don't know, God, 
and he runs away into the enemy's camp. See, remember, Goliath is a Philistine, right? And so he runs to his people. The same champion that he just killed, he runs to hang around the enemy. And so what he figured was, they won't recognize me. They won't recognize me, so I can hide in plain sight. But David has been doing so good in this job that they recognize him immediately. And David does something very strange. He starts to act crazy. He starts to act crazy. All of a sudden, he just starts writing on the wall. Writing on the wall. He starts hitting himself in the head. He starts, the Bible says he's slobbering with spit. It's coming down his beard. He's looking like he's crazy because he doesn't want to die. He just left the king who's trying to kill him into the enemy's camp where everybody wants to kill him. So he starts acting crazy. Slobbing, spitting down his, his, down his beard. And then they say, let's, let's take him to the king. And they take him to the king, and the king says, can't y'all see that this man is crazy? Can't y'all see there's something wrong with him? Let him go. I got enough crazy people. Listen to the Bible. I got enough crazy people that I got to deal with that I don't want to deal with him. Let him go. So David leaves, being in trouble twice, almost being killed twice. He leaves, and then he writes this verse and says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see. David experienced people trying to be after him, trying to kill him. He don't know which way to go. All he knows is that he has to trust in God, and God delivered him. Oh, taste and see. He has the experience of God's protection. He has the experience of God loving him. He has the experience of God giving him grace and mercy that he does not die, that he fulfills his call eventually. He says, oh, taste and see. Has anybody in here ever been in a situation where you thought this was the end? This was it for you? You were done? There's nothing else going to get better, but yet God still delivered you? It's just me. Let me ask that question one more time. Anybody ever been in trouble that you should have been messed up? Some of y'all should have been in jail. Some of y'all should be locked up right now, but yet God saw mercy on you and you had you had the experience of knowing that God is good. Can I get an amen? Amen. Somebody. Amen. It's all about the experience. It's all about the it's one thing when you heard that something is good. It's another thing that you know something is good. I'm going to explain it one more time. It's a difference when you know that this cake tastes good. I, I know who made that cake. I know. But it's a difference when you eat that. Ooh! You ever have some good food? And you, ooh! You couldn't even talk no more. You, it's so good. It said, taste and see. Get the experience. But I find this scripture a little weird because it says taste and see. Taste and see. Do we normally taste and see? You can help me preach? Yeah, yeah, you can help me preach. Okay, thank you, baby. No child care today, but this is okay, right? Everybody's okay, everybody's okay. So the Bible says taste and see. It's amazing. Have you ever, just a couple weeks ago we had Thanksgiving. What's the first thing that you ask when you go into somebody's house? After you speak to everybody, what's the first thing you ask? Who cooked? 
and see that the Lord is good. It's funny because of all the items that she ate, she had a different experience. And it's amazing how, thank you, yeah, it's amazing how some of you agreed with her and some of you didn't. So, how do you taste and see? How do you gain the experience? Listen, some of you are in situations right now where you're listening to a whole bunch of people trying to tell you a whole bunch of different stuff, but you gotta actually get your own experience. Oh, taste and see. It's funny because we want to see stuff first. And when we see it, I, I imagine that if I would have showed her that stuff, she would have never eaten it. Because she would have saw it. And she would have gained her own conclusion, her own decision. I remember one time I, I was having a really, really bad day. I was having a really bad day. And, and I, I called a mentor of mine and I said, hey, I, I really need to talk. And I thought we were going to go to the office and talk. And they said, no, let's go eat some sushi. I didn't like sushi. I, 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 I've never had sushi. That's why I said I didn't like it. And then I had a whole bunch of people who told me, hey man, don't eat sushi. Raw fish, ew, don't do that. And so this person who actually outranked me by a lot said, let's go eat sushi. And they drove. And they paid for the food. What, should, what could I have done? The whole place was sushi. He said, oh yeah, I'm going to order this. And so I'm sitting there and I'm anxious and I don't know what to do and I'm going to throw it up. I don't, I don't know. And he says, try this. And I try it. And listen, let me tell you something. I'm so hooked on sushi now. <laughs> I love it. I love it with the passion. I would have never had the experience based on what I heard, based on what I see from other people. Oh, taste and see that God is good. Some of the stuff that you are going through, it seems crazy. It seems out of this world. But God is not showing you the results yet because he wants you to taste and see. He wants you to go through the experience. Can I give you one more? And this experience is not for today. The stuff that you're going through right now, this very moment, that situation that's bothering you right now, this very moment, it's not for today. Think about it. David is running from a king, running to the enemy's camp. He's acting crazy because he doesn't want to die, and he gets away. That wasn't for that situation because David would later be one of the greatest kings in the Bible. It wasn't that that situation was only prepping him for later, for his other experience. The thing that you're going through today is not for the day, it's for tomorrow. It could be for somebody else. Come on. How do you taste and see? Can we go through this if you're taking notes? Man, this is why I probably will write some stuff down. Taste and see. Number one, don't eat with your eyes. Number one, don't eat with your eyes. Have you ever? Y'all gonna judge me. I feel it. I feel like y'all gonna judge me. Have you ever just sat and watched TV? They don't do this much, but back in the day, man, the commercials will have you hungry. You ever? I, I'll give you a hint. Here we go. Uh, do it with me. Red Robin. You already know. <laughs> you already know. Now, right now, what you think about? Right now, what you think about? Bottomless fries. That 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 strawberry. They will have you. Messed up, and you sitting there watching TV, man. I could do some red wine. I am kind of Don't let Chick Fil A come up. Don't let Chick Fil A come up. And, and we'll start eating. 
really cold. That's how they get it. That steam that comes from that burger, that ain't steam. That smoke and dry ice that they got on the side that make it look like it's hot. Have you ever noticed that the way the food looks on the picture is never the way it looks in real life? How come a Big Mac is stacked all pretty and nice and neat and when you get it, hey man, y'all missing two patties, two patties on the Big Mac. I didn't order the vegetarian patty. What's up with this? Sometimes we eat with our eyes. Some of the experience that you're going through, you're too busy look eating with your eyes. And you're saying that I don't want to experience that. I don't want to go through that. I don't want to do that. Because you're too busy looking with your eyes. But the Bible says, taste and don't eat with your eyes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and this stuff one's not on here too, but you need to write this one down. Don't eat with your ears. That's all I love. It. I love it. He don't want to participate. I like it. A lot of times, hey, you, you ever went somewhere and somebody was talking about somebody and they gave them a bad report and they said, hey, man, don't trust them. Hey, man, that person's shady. Hey, man, I wouldn't be around him. Hey, man, don't go around her, man. She, man, she bad business. Hey, 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 don't be around that person. Hey, ooh, even worse. I see people where they talk trash on different pastors and different preachers. A different church. Amen. Don't go to that church. Amen. And what will happen is, you will eat with your ears, and you will already have a set mentality of a person that you never even met. There's some people right now who don't like me, who don't. Right. And so we, the food was so good, and, and we spent a lot of money. 
I never want to fight somebody in my life. That food was so bad. The customer service was so bad. We will let that experience that we had the first time affect our next experience. Can I reverse it? Some of you have had some bad experience, and you let that bad experience now affect your experience. I'll give you an example. Some of you go into relationships with baggage. You're going into relationships with baggage. Can I, can I go harder? Some of you are going to work with baggage. You already think that this person got an attitude. I've already dealt with a person like this before. You haven't even met them, but now you're going there with baggage. Can I, can I get deeper? Some of y'all going home to your own relationship with I'm going there with this past experience. See, what happened was this girl did me wrong before, and so I'm letting it assume that you will do me wrong. You won't even go through the experience because of what somebody else did. Number one, don't eat with your eyes. Number one, A, don't eat with your ears. Number two, just because you had it before doesn't mean it will taste the same. And number three, taste buds take time to develop. They take time. When I was a kid, man, you give me sugar, I'm good. You give me some candy, you give me something sweet. My favorite food is Chinese food. I, I don't, it's just all the sugar. I love it. I, I, I didn't eat too many vegetables. Anybody ate vegetables when they were a kid? Yeah. All y'all probably lying. I, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Or unless you ate vegetables like me, because I ate vegetables by force. Like, <laughs> eat or die. That's my house. I promise you. Like, you eat, you be in a coma. When you wake up from the coma three days later, guess what's there? The same place. The cold, too. They won't even warm it up again. I mean, the same food. And as I got older, it started tasting different. The very same thing that I ate before didn't taste the same. And what they say is, when you're younger, your taste buds, your whole palate, doesn't fully develop till you're around 21, 22. That's when all those taste buds in the back, they start to develop, and they help food taste differently. It takes a while for your taste buds to develop, and so when we force the kids to eat greens, remember that their palate isn't as advanced as yours. So the very thing that you force them to eat, they can't stand, and you don't know why. This is good for you. Now it's good for you, but it tastes nasty. There's some stuff in your life that's good for you, but it tastes it tastes nasty. Your taste buds haven't quite developed yet. You gotta give it time. It says taste and see. It doesn't mean that that taste that she will be able to pull the blindfold off super early. It might feel fine. Experience may take a moment, it may take time, but you have to stand firm in God and taste and see. Some of the stuff you're going through, maybe you ain't done with it yet because your taste buds haven't fully developed. Come on, sir. God, why am I still struggling with this? Taste buds haven't fully developed. Meaning I need you to get more out of this experience so you can move closer to me. See, it's not about you improving your relationship with God. I mean, improving your relationship with people. Improving your relationship with work. Improving your finances. It's never about that. That is all extra. It's all about what is going to get you 
you driving in the road and you see yourself about to die. I'm swerving. I told Lord, what am I doing? Swerve the car again and my car just starts circling around. And then all the airbags came out. I've never seen where all the airbags came out. Anybody in the car with all of them? I didn't even know they had side airbags. And I'm surrounded. Boom, all this Lord, am I about to die? And I got out of it. I promise you they got me close to God. I promise you they did. I was at church. I didn't even wait for the altar call. I just went there and just started laying on the ground. Why? Because that experience had me closer to some of the stuff that you're going through. It's not to hurt you. It's not to hinder you. But it's to help you get closer to him. Yeah. The problem comes when we, get, when we get that development, when our taste buds kick in, when we start getting closer to God and God delivers us from stuff, then we forget about it. Then we forget about it. It's like going to dinner and, and eating and, and, and tip the waiter has done a great job and then after you fool, you walk out and you don't tip the waiter. You got to get that experience. Oh, taste and see. Number one, don't eat with your eyes. Don't eat with your ears. Can you go to the next screen? Number two, just because it tastes, just because you had it before doesn't mean it will taste the same. And number three, taste buds take time to develop. Yes, sir. Have you ever, when you go to a restaurant, how many people, you look at your food, smell it? Anybody touch their food before they eat it? Nobody? Just me? See, I know some people talk loud, talk loud. I, I, I know when I, when I go, uh, uh, put the music back up on it. When I, when I go to a restaurant and I like my steak medium. Anybody like that steak medium? Medium steak? That's it. I like my steak medium and I will go and I will touch it. And I'll cut it open. And I want to make sure that it's medium. I want to make sure it's right. I, I, sometimes I'll taste food and, and I'll taste it just a tip of it. Because I want to make sure it tastes just the way I, I, I want it. I know, uh, I, I know maybe some of y'all might not uh, engage in, in, in some drinking, but if you ever went to like a wine place and watched them taste wine, see, I taste wine differently. I, all right, cool, it's nothing up. They will. I don't know how you can take a, taste a sip of something and know how to taste it. But that's what they do. They go through the whole experience of it before they finish. I'm trying to say that I want you, whatever you're going through right now, I want you to go through the whole experience. I don't want you to try to rush it. I don't want you to try to make something happen. I, I don't want you to try to see the solution before it gets there. But what I want you to do is go through the experience. I want you to taste and taste and see. Taste and see that God is good. That's the end of it. Taste and see that God is good. Not people, not stuff. But God, if your faith is in him, he will end up being good. He's already good. He's still good. You just have to experience it for yourself. Taste and see that God is good. Some of you are struggling with your marriage. Taste and see. Taste and see. It might not work out the way you think, but taste and see. Some of you are struggling with your job. Taste and see. Some of you struggle with your finances, taste and see. Different relationships, taste and see. Hell, taste and see. Taste and see that God is good. When you 
stand to your feet? I really hope this bless someone. I really hope that you leave here wanting to get more of the experience of God and not stuff and not people. It may mean that you might have to experience life blindfolded. But I promise you, in God, you will see. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are right now struggling and saying, Chap, I, I kind of feel what you're saying. I, I'm in this experience of my life where I've been trying to see stuff, but I need to go through the experience and taste it. And you want God to help you with that experience. Would you, would you raise your hand and say, man, I need to increase my taste buds. I need to and, and taste God first. I, I need to stop trying to see the situation. And I just need to taste and have the experience and trust him. Even though the experience is rough, even though it seems like it's difficult, I promise you, you've got to keep your faith in God and he will work it out. I see your hand. I see you. I see you, and maybe you didn't put your hand up and you're going through something, but I promise you, you will taste and see that God is good. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you right now. I pray, Lord, that everybody in the sound of my voice understands that what they're going through is all to get them closer to you. So, Lord, help them that they can learn to taste and see that God is good. Help them to learn that the experience that they're going through is only going to make them stronger. Lord, don't let them be bitter. Don't let them be mad. Don't let them take aggression out with somebody else. But let them experience you. Because, God, you are good all of the time. So let them experience that goodness in every single thing. And, Lord, even when things get tough, even when things get rough, let them remember the scripture that taste and see. I just in the tasting process. I'm just in the tasting process. Eventually, God, you will open my eyes and I will see that you are good yes. and have always been good. And we give your name the glory and the honor. In your name we pray. Every heart say amen. You may be seated as we prepare for communion. Usher, will you come up? <laughs> and as the ushers... Um, if you would like to participate in communion with us, uh, we would love you too. Please uh, partake. I want to say to what is served, we will take communion together.
the disciples and said, this is my blood which is poured out for your sins. Take and drink. Lord, often as you eat this bread and drink from this cup, you do this in remembrance of me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this opportunity to take communion and to be in your presence and to be among people who love you. Lord, help us to apply this word and apply our teachings from the unplugged service and throughout our lives that apply them, Lord, that we get closer to you and that we will bring people towards you. And we give them the glory and the honor. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, right before you sit down, hey, real quick, just a couple announcements, and then we can just dismiss right here. Um, today is VIP Sunday. Make some noise, VIP. All right. Hey, we just want to kick back here today. Uh, we got some some pizza for you if you if you want to grab something um, to go. We, we won't necessarily eat in here, but we got some pizza to go. But what we want to do is just kind of talk through uh, those who, who want to hang out, and we just want to talk a little bit through Unplugged and figure out how to get you plugged in and how to hear from you and what's some stuff that we can do to better help our community and better help you get involved. So this is not a chaplain's ministry. This is our ministry Amen. that we want to develop and so we can go out to the community and bring people in. Are you enjoying yourself here at Unplugged? Yes, yeah. yeah. And so what we want to do now is we want to take the same message and get it out to other people. We want to, we want to produce a big problem. We want to make them let us make us move from this building. We have so many people that we want to move to another building. But we need your help in getting people here. And so we don't care how they come. We just want them to get close to God. Amen. So God, take us on this place. there for your presence. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, as you leave, give a couple people some elbows. That baby is here. We don't need everybody going up to the baby. But if you want to go up and give the baby a little finger, a little wave, or something like that, we would greatly appreciate it. And then all the kids that have been running around all day today, because we